0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of GQ, where we get you to think. That's pretty much the whole point of this. Oh, what? I didn't sign up for thinking. I know. It's going to be difficult for you, but please try to keep up.
1: If I hurt myself, this is on you.
0: (laughs) Don't worry. I brought a first aid kit for your brain. Yeah, it includes a book, (laughs) Mm, instructions. on. No, I'm kidding. mm, Uh, What does that mean to get you to think? Uh, I want to talk about anything and everything, uh, you know, and provide as many perspectives as possible, uh, and be able to discuss the issues, to have a dialectic. It's not a debate. I'm not trying to win. I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm not trying to tell you how you should think. Uh, I'm simply expressing myself, and I want to bring people on board, uh, particularly who have maybe different uh, opinions than I do. Sometimes uh, we agree more than we disagree. Uh, And so if you're out there and you're listening and, and you feel like you have something to talk about and you would like to engage in a civil conversation about it so that it can be productive and meaningful, please uh, hit me up on my social media. You can check me out, Caesar Brown on Instagram, uh, Julia Santos on Facebook. I'm old school, so that's about it. I don't do the Snapchat thing. I'm kind of wary of that. That's like a... I don't do it either. That's I like a soft core Tinder.
1: I, it's just a little bit much for me. It's like I already have enough apps. And guys,
0: things. all of those filters are effeminate. You know, the, 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 the lays and the...
1: Maybe I want to be
0: a deer with a lay. Sure, I'm okay. just letting you know. <laughs> you know what I mean. You're a, a sweet, sweet, pretty dear Thank when you. you do that. Thank you. I know you're you're welcome. And we're getting into it right there. Social media, Snapchat. That's all. Like you know, in in this new life of mine, I guess Andy, um, being a, a pseudo single guy right now. The whole separation's not complete yet. Mm. Right with my ex. I'm like trying. Okay, this is. These are the things that got me into the situation I'm in now. These are the things I I need to do to avoid getting into that situation again. And so, like, what kind of what kind of uh, woman am I looking for? And it's not to say I'm so great because I'm like flawed. (laughs) Just breaking news, Andy. In case you didn't know, you've only known me for 20
1: years. You're already blowing
0: my mind here, Julius. (laughs) (laughs) Preaching to the choir, am I? (laughs) And uh, you know, so it's. I, I have to. I have to treat myself better in order to treat someone else better. Because obviously before the lifestyle I was living was very, uh, flippant, we'll say flippant. That's a nice word. I didn't take it seriously. And, uh, so anyway, I was like, okay, so she, she does this great, you know, um, a strong woman in terms of, uh, we can have disagreements and work them out without resenting the other person, being able to compromise, Mm -hmm. right. Being able to compromise, and then I'm like, well, what about Snapchat? I'm like, nah, that's a deal breaker. She has mm. Snapchat. Out there, ladies, I'm just kidding. I, I'm not categorizing you all in the same. It's just something that I kind of laugh about. Because really, I, yeah. I see it as like soft, it, soft core Tinder. It,
1: well, it does kind
0: of skew younger. Yeah. Uh, you
1: know, I mean, most people my age, I don't, you know, you use the Instagram stories or whatever. Okay. Yeah. But Snapchat,
0: yeah, it skews a little bit younger. And. Well, when you say younger, what age do you mean? Because I know women in their mid thirties that have it.
1: Yeah, well, I was thinking like, you know, mid-teens, high school, college, and you know, really up like- to mid-20s. Th- I mean, but of course, everybody, people can use it. It's just the majority of people I know that use it are a little bit younger.
0: Yes, that, that's true. Interestingly enough, though, my, I have a 13-year-old. She doesn't use it, at mm. least. Not, wait, no, she does. I take that back. She does. I don't know. Snapchat, it sounds too much like Chac-Mac. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: the Chat mac app.
0: Just use Snapchat. Uh, it's not like I have anything against it. I love I love social media. Uh, I would never tell anybody that they, they you know they shouldn't use it. It's just something that I consider when when meeting people because of the the ease with which you can use particular apps like mm-hmm. Tinder, Snapchat, and if it's your thing, Grinder. You know to uh, sleep around. I was gonna try and put it in a different way. And what's wrong with that, you might ask. I said, well, I can write a whole book about it. <laughs> <laughs> the story of me and how things like that, you know, they catch up to you and you don't get away with anything, even though you think you can. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know how to get more into that. If you're curious about anything, please feel free to ask me. Because, ladies and gentlemen, Andy is like one of the genuine good guys on Guam.
1: Oh, I don't know about that.
0: Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean- I'm not saying you're, you're not a jerk. I'm just saying you're, you're a good man as far as I know. I try to be... We're all flawed. We all have of our... Of course, you know, Whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. But overall, I think, Andy, genuinely, you're a good man. Well, thank you. You're welcome. We're done. Good
1: night. So, yeah, you mentioned one thing, kind of recognizing those those flaws. mm mm-hmm. uh, I think that's key for any adult.
0: Absolutely. Any kid growing
1: Absolutely. up. You know, and now with this day and age where uh your your flaws are easily magnified by other people's perceived perfection yeah. on social media yeah uh you know you saw it with the beauty magazines before the movie stars the, right. the thin waist and the you know the the hips and all that right and now it's just everybody i mean if you do have those insecurities or whatever they can really be magnified i think that's why like you know uh it's I just I don't put a lot of stock into someone's social media life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think
0: it's it's almost impossible to sustain a lifestyle that's presented in social media. Yeah, you're always happy. You're always doing something exciting and cool. Yeah, you either have the resources to enjoy that. Or you are spreading yourself thin trying to sustain it. I'm doing I didn't, something
1: I, exciting and cool all the time. I get to go home with my cats. And my, cat, my, my Instagram has turned into basically my cats.
0: Yeah, cats. That's about Brian. it. And I'm totally okay with that. I love it. Now, to go back to what you're talking about, uh, um, how people present themselves on social media. Again, I'm not judging anyone. It's just an observation that I'm making. And same with Andy. It's observations that we make because we grew up. Before all of this stuff, which was great because nobody could document and record yeah. the dumb stuff that you do as you mm-hmm. <laughs> as you grow up and the mistakes you made. But now they have apps where like you could be flabby and out of shape and the app will be like, oh, well, here's a nice chest and arms and we'll give you 12 pack abs mm-hmm. if that's what you want. Yeah. And that's fine and dandy if you want to look like, oh, well, what would I look like if I, you know, decided to go to the gym and get fit or whatever. But I think people take for granted the representation of themselves, like what you're talking about. And you put that up there in social media, like, I wish I, I want to look like this. So I'm going to project that. Hmm. And there's this really lack of emphasis on being genuine while simultaneously people constantly talk about, you know, keep it 100, which, you know, I was like, what does that mean? At first, such an old man. Keep it 100. That's not even the biggest number, you guys. (laughs) You
1: could have gone keep it a trillion.
0: Oh, you're getting up there. Keep it 100%. You've got like oodles. and
1: Zero to 100 real quick.
0: Ah, and and you have to think about it when you project yourself in a certain way in social media and then when you actually meet in person because that's supposed to happen because social media is not real life. And that's Mm, one of the things I guess I actually take issue with is when you talk about, all the emphasis on social media. It's like, well, this happened on IG or this happened. Yeah. On, I don't even say Facebook anymore because that's like for individuals our age and Facebook is really used for a lot of political discussions nowadays. Um, why would you want to lie to yourself like that, I guess? You know, you, you manipulate your appearance on an application to project yourself to the world on social media. But when you look in the mirror, that's not what's reflected back mm. at you. And it's okay to be comfortable in your skin, so to speak. Because you talked about fashion magazines and in the movies. And yes, they always project, uh, well, loosely use the term ideal um, shape of a, of a man or a woman. Because some models, it's like, that's a supermodel? Yeah. If she turns yeah. sideways, uh, she disappears because yeah. she's so thin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's unhealthy, I should say. I don't want to say it's unattractive or anything. It's, it's unhealthy to be on both extremes, whether you're overweight or you're, you know, you're, you're too mm. skinny. And these are things that we can say for another discussion. But, you know, when it comes to your health, don't say it's okay to just keep eating. Like, oh, you only live once. It's like, yeah, but I want to extend that life as much as possible. Right. Yeah. Know?
1: I mean, I just don't put a lot of stake into it. Someone's, uh, you know, social, social media. media. Yeah. It it has no effect on my life. Correct. I'm living my life. Yeah. I am who I am. What I post, I post pictures of my cats, things that interest me, yeah. things that my friends might like, whatever. Right. Uh, but yeah, it has no effect on me, but some people you know you you have that that uh image right i don't want to call it your inner self, but you know this like oh my my kind of artistic side or whatever it is, yeah, or that you know oh, I'm dreaming of being that whatever you can kind of put that out there on social sure. media yeah and so for people some it is an outlet it's it's therapeutic you know absolutely.
0: If, Yes, I, I,
1: I understand the, uh, the the addictiveness of the, the likes and the attention. You know, if that's what you're going for, yeah, cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I just f- find it's weird sometimes where people will, you know, if you have the Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, it's like there's three different personalities on either of those. Mm. Like, I'll post these conservative pictures of me and the family on Instagram, but then on Twitter, it's like a totally different person. Like, oh, I'm just sharing this here because I don't want... You know my my Twitter or my my Instagram to see this side of me. It's like, what?
0: Why are you? Why would you separate? Yeah, uh, you're a pseudo intellectual. Is it because your family Twitter?
1: is there? Oh, I don't want my family seeing this bikini
0: pic or whatever it is.
1: Okay, you're, but it's little, social
0: media. It can easily. Yeah, I'm I know. I know. I
1: don't. I don't. I don't get it. That's why I'm saying I don't get it. And now we're. Uh, I was thinking about this. <laughs> you're getting me riled up. Yes. <laughs> it's because now. All right, social media, I think, has the potential to be one of the greatest tools mankind has ever invented. Yes, I agree. An immediate, instant sharing of knowledge, of ideas, of art, of culture, of whatever it may be. Recipes, paintings, music, da 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 conversation. Philosophy,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, Finding groups of people with the same interests. Right. Like, if I'm moving to a new area, I can search whatever area the interest that I'm into. Boom, boom, boom. There's a group for it. I immediately have people
0: to go exactly so the potential is there it's a beautiful potential but but it's just on the opposite extreme yeah there you know for every good there's a there's an equivalent bad
1: yeah there's a lot of the bad stuff but then also we're we're so concerned with communicating things more frequently right instead of actually putting the thought into communicating anything worthwhile at all
0: substance yeah and you know and I agree with you wholeheartedly. However, everyone has the right to put out whatever they want to yeah, put Yeah, for out. sure.
1: I'm not saying that my my sure. social media changes the world with no. my deep thoughts. It's a picture of my cat. Yeah. To me, I think it's cute. I'd like to save that so someday I can look back. Ah, I remember that.
0: Okay, so I, I'm glad you brought that up. Two things, and we can address them separately. So when you talked about, you know, my family, I don't want my family to see this bikini pic. I was having this discussion with this woman, and uh, she was getting ready to go to a concert. Particularly one of those concerts where they wear like underwear, Mm -hmm. with maybe one of the festivals, yeah, yeah, yeah. with glitter on their skin, right on, yeah, with like. uh, Don't get me wrong when I say this, ladies, but I mean that's uh, hookers dress more conservatively than that. (laughs) And Uh, on all and and basically, and you know, she was kind of she laughed at the joke, of course, because I was being sarcastic. Um, But then I told her, I said, "Would you want your dad to see those pictures of you?" She was like, "Oh hell no!" And I was like, "So then why did you put it in social media?" You know, and that's just because she was asking me my opinion on it. And that's what I said. Like, I would freak if my daughters put themselves out there. Like, they're adults. They can do what they want. Oh, for sure. But, you know, do you want your dad to see that picture of you, I guess, is the kind of question that I posed her. And she was like, no. Mm. And again, I, I was like, I'm not trying to get you to change how you live your life. All I'm saying is that you are defined by your actions. How you think about yourself has nothing to do with. And you pointed this out earlier, has nothing to do with what the rest of the world thinks of you. You know, you can be the the most beautiful, kind-hearted person in the world. But if you conduct yourself in a certain way, that's how you're going to be perceived. You know how I know this? Because that's how I was perceived. And they were right. I thought I was one way. However, my actions, I, did, I wasn't living out how I thought I was in my heart and in my mind. Mm. And so there's a complete contradiction. It's called cognitive dissonance, where you say one thing and do another, mm. right? And you don't even realize it because you've got this thing called the Dunning-Kruger effect. And it just doesn't. Your brain just can't process it. And so that's one side of it, right? Like, how do you put yourself out there? Your family is seeing you, your grandmother, you know what I mean? Your siblings, your parents. Yeah. You can say, well, I don't care what they think. And da, da, da. it's like, okay, you may not care what they think. And yes, you have every right to live your life. Wear what
1: you want to wear, live how you want to live. You want to go true. to the rave and you want to wear whatever. Awesome. Okay.
0: I'll, I'll, but I'll not, but I will, prov- I will also say that you may not care what your family thinks of you. However, you still represent your family. So for instance, when I was growing up, small village in in San Roque, if I did something bad in the community, my neighbors could reprimand me and scold me and sometimes even spank me. And then I was even more afraid to go home because I would get another whooping or another Mm -hmm. scolding from my parents. Why? Not just because I was doing something bad in the community, but because you're making us look bad when you do that. You're making us look like we didn't raise a, you know. So again, I'm not judging anybody because I've, done some really stupid things in my life mm. right to embarrass my family it's just something for people to think about
1: well kind of getting into that whole you know back to the addressing your your mistakes and i mean yeah. live and learn that's basically yeah. a, as an adult it never ends nope. kids yeah i know when you're you know middle school high school you think you've got it all figured out and then when you get into your 20s you oh. think you've got it all figured out it's a never-ending process of having it all figured out basically right. But you just got to recognize, you know, failed relationship, failed, you know, experience that collapses or whatever. Realize, oh, okay, where, where did this go wrong? And it's easy when you're immature to blame the other person, uh, the other concerned party. And You know, sometimes it's, a, it's, a, it's tough to take a look at yourself and be like, wow, I was a real, was a real tool. It I took was, me a long I- time
0: to do that. So, yeah, you're right. It is tough.
1: It is tough, but you gotta do it to otherwise you're just gonna do the same thing again. Next relationship, next serious relationship right. you get into, next marriage or whatever, oh it's going well, all right. But if that you haven't addressed those emotional issues that you have, mm. uh then it's gonna the same thing's gonna happen again.
0: Right. And I'm I'm glad you said that because it's you know, there's that saying, oh, you're fine just the way you are. And I used to actually buy into that until I listened to a few counter argument saying so you don't want to grow you don't want to evolve you don't actually want to become better than how you are Mm. you want to just be fine you want to be complacent with how you are and ultimately it can be an excuse to not address the issues in your life and and one really negative side effect of that is we blame external forces for what is happening in our lives and yes you may not be in control of certain things affecting your life negatively but what you the only thing you can control is how you conduct yourself how you engage you know, life and and how you deal with external forces negatively impacting your life. Like if, you know, say some dude pushes you because he thinks you, something, whatever, you have a choice. Do you push him back or do you say, whoa, what's going on, bro, da, 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 and try and defuse the situation. You and I have talked our way out of many fights, mm-hmm. you know, growing up. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm neither of those. Yeah, same here. I'm not a lover anymore. I'm a human I'm, being. That's like, about that it. That got me in trouble. i am ai am a, I'm a, I'm a. Only I'm a single woman lover. I'm a one woman lover now, mm. not just in general lover.
1: And you know when the, a, a relationship is not going to fix your emotional problems.
0: No, it's not. You're chasing happiness. And yeah, you're, you're if you're off relying
1: of on someone else, if you're dependent on someone else for your emotional happiness, and without a significant other, yeah, f- with a lot of people, it doesn't matter who. It has to be someone. Yeah then they don't know how to function as an adult. And it's like, eh, you know, you really got to work on that, your own emotions. I mean, be emotional, that's fine. But how you deal with things, it's not another
0: person's responsibility. Absolutely. And I'm, you know, that's the way you said it is 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 really great. And the context that I get from that, because it's something that I think about when you say relying on somebody else. If you're relying on somebody else, to make you happy, you will never be able to reciprocate and address what they need to make themselves happy because you're only feeding off of them. You're Mm -hmm. not at peace with yourself. So you're not able to look at somebody else and say, well, what can I do to make you feel better? You're only looking at that person saying, you make me so happy. Yeah. And then when they stop making you happy, you're like, it's not working out anymore because I'm not happy.
1: Yeah. If they're going through a rough patch and they're not making you happy all of a sudden because, hey, they're man, ex- they're we all have now. a little. Yeah. Then you're not happy. And it's like you're so reliant on someone else's emotional state. And they're, you know, making you happy. Then, hey, it goes both ways.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's really weird when I, you know, when I finally had that epiphany not on my own it's just from you know watching and reading and just doing whatever research i could because i was really like what is going on here why is this happening because i tried really hard to save that this last relationship i was in to the point where i i was in despair i became i was acting like desperate and when it was finally pointed out to me by this person you know I just kind of took a step back, took a step outside of myself and looked at me and I was like, whoa, Mm. what are you doing to yourself? Why are you acting this way? If she doesn't want to be with you, then just go. Don't, don't, you know, extend yourself and don't over, don't overextend yourself trying to be with somebody who doesn't want you.
1: Breakups do not have to be mutual agreements, by the way.
0: No, they they never, they're usually not.
1: No, I mean, the heart wants what the heart wants. You're going to want that whatever yeah but if that person like nope
0: yeah you that's don't ha- that's a key word want like, yeah okay you can want whatever you want and still that doesn't matter it's what mm. do you need to do to get what you want fix yourself uh, that's that's a big part of it it's a definitely a i mean big fix part yourself it. with the help of friends family you know hopefully they're being honest with you and that's why i try to surround myself with people like andy ladies and gentlemen because he'll be honest with me I'm like, uh, you know, hey, how does this make me look? I've been like,
1: honest with you for years, Julius, and now
0: finally you're listening. I know. Jeez. I know. I need to surround myself with more assholes. God, you're such a man. I just <laughs> never listened. No, I, and people are like, what do you mean? Because I actually say that. And people are like, well, what do you mean? I was like, because assholes are always straight up with you. Mm. But they can be some of the most loyal and. and uh, <sighs> loyal and.
1: Well, truth hurts. True
0: friends. Yeah, but truth hurts in that instance. When you lie to somebody. And then you find out that they've been lying to you because I was, I was the villain and the victim in, in both these cases. And so I'm not looking for any kind of sympathy. All I'm saying is I have perspective from both sides. Mm -hmm. I lied and I was lied to now when I was lied to, and I was like, Oh, this hurts. And I was up late, stressed, you know, thinking about all the lies. Then I realized like, this is how I made that person feel. This is terrible. I was terrible. Mm. And it like, I was laying down, but light I was, bulb. Yeah, no, I was laying down, but it felt like lightning struck me to my knees, and mm. I was so humbled by it. I was like, "Oh my god!" Three in the morning, I'm messaging the person, like, "If this is how I made you feel, sincerely, I'm sorry," because da da da. And it wasn't to just hit me. It wasn't to incite that person. It wasn't to you know say like, "This is how you're making me feel." Da da mm. No, it was more of like, "I get it now. I understand why you didn't want to be with me. I did this to you, and wow." No, you know, like never again. I don't ever want to do this again. And it's difficult because it's easy for guys to quote unquote be the alpha and try to, you know, bump uglies with as many women as possible. But that doesn't really make you the alpha. It kind of makes you a whore.
1: Whatever. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, like That nice moment just, of awkward yeah. silence. Yeah. Well, I was, I was like, eh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the amount of sexual partners anybody has, male, female, doesn't matter.
0: No, honestly. It it doesn't. Uh,
1: but it's when you're in a committed relationship, then you know you should probably, probably, probably try to limit that to one.
0: Well, yes, and this is where you know when you say sleeping around with many people it doesn't matter. I think it does because if you just keep doing it and doing it and going after one and doing it because you can, how how do you seriously expect to stick with one? Eventually, you become addicted to that feeling that you get every time that you're, you know, and
1: then you fall back on that base instinct when you're with someone, you think, Oh yeah, this is the one. And then you start wandering and, Oh, I have to do this. I have to go sleep with that person because look at me. I'm out oh, of Yeah. And trust it's me, like, it's just so, I mean, you want to sleep around, sleep around. Okay. But fine.
0: understand that there are consequences to it. Yeah. Of you know course. What I mean, it's like, Oh, don't judge me. It's like, it's not me that's judging you. Not judging. Yeah, it's one. It's that one day when the person that you actually love, but you haven't been treating like you love them, treating them like you love them, when you destroy that person, then you'll know why, at least I'm saying this now, is that nobody gets away with anything. Mm. And even if it's 10 years down the line, if it comes back to bite you, get ready for a tidal wave mm-hmm. of, of stress to come down on you because it's just, it's nuts. Mm. And I, I guess mm. I, I look at it like, If I want to get a woman of value, I need to treat myself like I'm of value. And I'm not gonna share myself with anybody and everybody just because I can. I will hold back to increase my value to that, that especially on Guam. It's so small. Like, oh, that person, oh, yeah, they slept with so-and-so and and -and so-and-so. Like, do you have a phone book? Hang on.
1: Mm, Do phone books still exist?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a friends list? Let me show you. Okay. That person, that person, It's like, oh, maybe I don't want to be with them because Mm. he's slept with all of my friends. And so now I'm going to feel weird knowing that. I mean, that's just like one example of, of -hmm. the, the negative side (laughs) effects of sharing yourself with everyone, you know, you're not like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. But I mean. If you find that one that you know, hey, doesn't matter. Past how many partners doesn't matter. That's then. This is now. You Mm. got that out of your system. Yep, good to go. Okay, let's do this. I
0: I mean, that's what I thought, and 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 I'm not saying you're wrong. All I'm saying is because some people, well, some people have the capacity to do that
1: as an adult, as a mature adult. That's how it should be.
0: Yeah, and here's the thing: when I finally made that decision, like I'm not going to do this anymore. I had to change all of my habits. Not because oh, I feel like I'm going to be weak, and if I no, know, it's
1: because you already slept with everyone. Yeah, I know. There's just uh, no uh, one left. Nobody yeah. else. Yeah. If Julius ever does sleep with a man, it's just because he's run
0: out of women. <laughs> strangely <laughs> enough, strangely enough, I've heard some weird rumors about people I know that. Anyway, I'm not even going to go down that freaking rabbit's hole. Oh, that no pun intended on that one. But I will say I changed all of my habits, and not because I felt I'd be too weak. To, to restrain myself from falling into the same habits. It's because I knew that if I needed to change how I conducted myself and if I wanted to change how people looked at me based on my actions, I need to do this. I'm not going to go out frequently. I'm not going to, you know...
1: So are you doing this for you or are you doing this for other people's no, opinions I was doing of it, you? And, hey, I need to find that one woman, so I, I better tone it down.
0: I, I was doing what I needed to do in order to have what I believe is a better outcome for my life. So I wasn't doing it for anybody else. Now that is like the icing on the cake is if somebody else looks at me like, Oh, that's good. Right. But I, the primary thing was I was doing it for myself. I Mm. needed to get myself out of that habit that I was that out of that addiction of going out and, and trying to meet women and trying to do these dirty deeds. Right. Because I was, I was able to do it. Again. So where, did, where do you think that came from, that need that you felt? Because I was trying to, at, at that stage, you know, things were already like, you know, the dung was hitting the fan. Mm. And I was, I, I did what I could to salvage it. And the person was giving me another chance and said we could work on it. And so I genuinely made that promise and said, I'm going to do what I need to do to work on this relationship. But I'm doing what I need to do. I'm not doing it necessarily for you. Mm. I'm doing what I need to do, which means I'm doing it for me first and foremost. And if that means that the side effect makes this relationship more positive, more 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 productive, more meaningful, and I we can cultivate a stronger bond through what I through doing what I need to do, then that's great. So I did what I needed. I stopped going out. I stopped doing all these things. I'd go home. You know what I mean? I even like stopped eating out. I started cooking at home, blah, 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 blah. I started going crazy, Andy. I started like, because my mind, there was like a voice in my mind. I'm not hearing things, but it's like, shouldn't you be here? Or shouldn't you be there? And I'm like, no, I need to be here. I Mm. can be there. I want to be over there, but I need to be here. And so when I say go crazy, it wasn't like I was up the walls or whatever, but You know, it was difficult to deal with that. It it was, it was like when I first tried to quit smoking cigarettes. Mm. It was well, it's a change. It's a big change. Yeah, it was very difficult. It was such a huge part of your life. I was still working here back then, and everybody would go out for a smoke break. Mm. And it's great to go out there and socialize. But I was like, no, I I need to stop smoking, so I won't go out for the smoke break because I might be too tempted. You're
1: like, I want to be there. Yeah, but but I need to be be here. here. Exactly,
0: exactly. So yeah, (laughs) and so I did the same thing in terms of how can I. How can I reprogram myself to be, to be a responsible partner in a relationship? And by that, I mean, you know, not cheating on my partner. What?
1: That's a novel concept. What? Not cheating on hey, people? Hey, hey,
0: hey. Try that out. <laughs> and then, you know, it's like, okay, if I want a woman to introduce me to her mother and her father, what am I bringing to that meeting? <clears throat> you know what I mean? So I can't erase what I did in the past, and there are going to be people who, who judge me in, in, in ways uh, based on how I engage with them or, or I impacted their lives on, based on my actions. All I can do is be consistent moving forward so that if there are people out there who are, you know, not just like watching me, like, oh, they're stalking me or, oh, I'm, I'm so important. People are looking at me. It's. Again, I'll go back to you. You're defined by your actions. It doesn't matter what you say or who you say you are. It's how you conduct yourself because that's how people know you because they're not inside your head. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not doing it so that other people think I'm a better person. I'm conducting myself in a manner to increase the positive engagements that I have with people around me because first I need to do that for myself because doing all the things I did before really had some Mm -hmm. negative consequences Mm -hmm. that just rocked my world and destroyed, you know, pulled the rug out. All those Cliches that you can think of. It's
1: crazy. Things have consequences. I who'd know. Have, who'd have imagined?
0: I know. I didn't. <laughs> I was just like, ah, if I get caught, blah blah yeah. blah, whatever. And no, that you really take people for granted when you do that, and that's, it's terrible. It's really terrible. And I think that's one thing that social media has kind of shoved to the side, you know. And then sometimes you see people kind of airing their grievances, and that's the other side of social media. It's like, do you want people to know that about you? You know, what I mean. Apparently, they do. Yeah.
1: You know. And that But again, it's your that, and, it's your account. It's it's your social media. Absolutely. Do whatever you want with it. If you're not I'm breaking just, any
0: laws or yeah. you know
1: harming people, fine, go
0: nuts. Right. But there's another thing. It's just like eh. it, yeah. Still, it's just all I'm. All this show, this podcast is is here for is to get you to think. So again, I'm not telling you what to do or how to think. I'm asking you to just think about it. And you make up your own mind. If you say, "Ah, the hell with you, Jules. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do," then do it. I'm not gonna say, "No, you're wrong," because who am I to say that? Mm. You know. But if you have a question about what it means to do wrong things and what are the what are the consequences, feel free, and I'll be. If you got a story about I'll something that you did that came
1: back to bite you a little bit later on? Let us know.
0: Absolutely, Andy doesn't have any exciting stories about that.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'll save that for my podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Series one. volume Oh, one. man. Look at the time. It's already 5.56. We we're supposed to talk about some other stuff. You were talking about putting together. Let, let's, let's lighten the mood a little bit. And uh, you were talking about putting together this piece of furniture that you yeah. bought. And uh, everybody knows it doesn't matter where you get the piece of furniture. It comes with instructions mm-hmm. that were designed for actual rocket scientists. This one, you who know. Who don't speak English.
1: Yeah, you would think that, hey, it would just be a basic design. I need steps. But it was just like, here are all the parts. And then here the thing is assembled. Uh, I know. I think I we know. missed a bunch in Graph here. Graph A. But usually I pride myself on just having that you know logical mind. All right, let's figure this out. I Boom. I have all the parts. I have all the hardware. Everything is set out. It's all arranged. OK. Yeah. I can get to it. One look at the instructions. All right. I got it. Yeah. This one, for some <laughs> reason... My brain just shut down. I'm looking at the picture. Right. All right. It's not the most detailed picture on the planet. They were like, just... uh." Circle, just draw the part right there. Whatever, wherever. That was basically it. It's just like whatever, your dad wherever. giving
0: you instructions with yeah, his yeah, yeah, head yeah. in the fr- Which refrigerator. Which one? The it? It's beer. the one right over the just, just, Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I'm looking at it. I
1: have all the parts in my hand. I always take them all out of the individual bags and inspect them each. Like, right. okay, this is a part. I You clearly see the function of this part. Got it? Yes. Okay. But I just could not figure it out. My brain was like, bah. nope, nope, nope. I couldn't. And so I was like, <laughs> I just sat there. I got to take a break. I can't. Like a brain fart that extended, ah,
0: and it just kept going. It was like your brain was constipated. Yeah, and pretty much. Just, it couldn't.
1: But I finally it. figured it out. Now I have a really nice shoe rack, Julius. Yeah. You have to come over someplace and put your shoes in my box.
0: Huh? Sure. That. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We won't talk about the awkwardness that was there for a moment. Just now, a moment. what's important? You didn't figure it out yourself. No, had a little help. Yeah,
1: that you know, you need that other perspective to just well. This, I think, this is it. You sure? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. And we went with it, and it worked out. And that was my favorite part of the story, honestly. Yeah. When you were telling it, was the fact that you got together. It you 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 were able to talk about this thing with you know with the person that you're with your significant other, mm-hmm. if you will, and you guys got through it together. And there are these going to be these random moments in life where you're going to need to collaborate. That's like
1: that. life. Yeah. Your partner, whoever, is going to have that brain fart or the emotional fart. Brain fart. The heart <laughs> fart. <Are we> calling-
0: <laughs> That's a good one. Are you having a heart fart and right so, now? And <laughs> so, yeah,
1: in those times, you need to be like, let's figure this out together. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we all have them. Right. As much as, hey, man, in my single life, I built myself to the individual that I want yeah. to be, to have the strength, the emotional. Fortitude, if you will. Strength uh, to not lose it over Mm -hmm. the smallest of inconveniences Mm -hmm. or emotional setbacks. Mm. So when I am in a relationship like that, hey, I am there. I'm your rock. We are the two pillars of this house. Right. But sometimes you, you falter. You have those days and you need that other person there. But going into it as a half crumbling pillar, it's like, dude, I got a little spackle. That's all. It's not going to help. Right. You've got to have a good foundation just emotionally, mentally, to be able to be in a supportive thing. Because as an adult in a relationship, you know this, that it's not all the Instagram posts of we're the happiest couple on the planet. Those days are great. Give me more of those. But there are days where you just. Dude, things are adding up and it's starting to just wear on me. And so, having that person there who had a great day, they're in a great mood. I'm not trying to bring you down, but you know that there's that give and take. Yeah. Let's, hey, let's figure this out together. What do you need? Even if it's just to sit there, nod your head, and listen. Yeah. Things like that, man. But you've got to have that good foundation. Those that jump from, Relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship. It's like with no gap in between. They yeah. never w- work on themselves. They yeah. never realize that, le- Hey, you know what? That didn't work because of what they a bunch did. of things. Yeah. And so they never fix themselves. And those emotional
0: issues just tend to stay there and affect every relationship. Right. And I- I'm glad you pointed that out when you talk about the highlights, you know, on social media or even just in everyday life, the happiness and, and that, that, Butterflies in your belly feeling with your partner, that's going to fade. That's just a fact. There's a very small percentage of couples where they always appear to just love each other to the fullest. The thing is about love is it's only tested in the hard times. It's only tested in the hard times. In the good times, that's love on cruise control. But in the hard times, you got to put love on four-wheel drive and that's when you got to work at it and you know because i see that a lot not just in my relationship but in other relationships that don't work out it's like oh you know because they did this and that and i tried and blah, blah blah and when i get down and i really talk to these, these these people who who are willing to open themselves up to me you know and expose themselves in ways that are very um uh not fragile but um vulnerable mm-hmm. right when, when they make themselves vulnerable and most of them are not holding themselves accountable for what they're doing or what they're not doing to make things better. So like for instance a lot of guys you talk to them like, yeah, but you know, she's crazy, da 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 da. And yeah. so I'll ask them, you know, sincerely, you you did nothing to exacerbate this and like, oh you're trying to say it's my fault? I'm like, that wasn't I didn't I didn't even accuse you. I asked you a question. Mm. Did you do anything to exacerbate her? You if you already know that she's jealous, first of all, why is she jealous? Oh, oh, because you're sleeping around. So she does have a reason to be jealous. Oh, why you got to point that out? It's like, I'm not against you, bro. I'm actually right. your friend. I'm yeah. your friend because I'm bringing this up. I just want
1: up. you to realize what you're doing and how idiotic it sounds to yeah. someone else.
0: Because you're blaming her for everything when you're more than likely 50% accountable for the problems in your relationship. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that she's justified in keying your car or you know no, whatever it no. is or vice versa You know, with the women. It's like, okay. And it's, I'm not going to say that it's all the guy's fault. Well, what are you doing? Are you trying to help him through that? Well, I don't know. It's like, well, if you really love them, you will do your best to work through everything. And once you've exhausted all those avenues, then can you say it's not going to work? Now, if you're just dating, fine, whatever. You're not mm-hmm. married. You can just go. But if, if you're married, are,
1: sometimes you're just not compatible. It's okay. Yeah. Like but- just not not getting along with, you know, maybe your relationship, it starts to go well. And then you realize, you know Not a lot in common. Don't share the same interests. Even, you know, want to explore each other's interests. Sometimes you're not compatible. It doesn't mean you failed as a human being that you're not compatible with that person. Yeah. Just people take like these, like dating. Yeah. It seems like nobody on Guam dates. No. It's like they just go out and like
0: we're together. Yeah. Or we're engaged.
1: Like you date. I've been on dates where that person, perfectly wonderful woman. Yeah. But it just wasn't feeling it. There wasn't that right. compatibility. So I was like, okay, not going to date them again. But it's, it's okay. It's not like every date has to be a six-year relationship that you get two <laughs> kids out of. Like yeah. just you can date and be like, yeah, I had a great time. I think you're awesome.
0: Just compatibility-wise, not feeling Yeah. Good. And you know what makes it easier when you don't have sex on the first date? It makes it easier I to. I wouldn't know, Julius. Okay, sorry. But it Just makes it, it makes Just it easier <laughs> to to have that breakaway and say, you know You mean get to
1: know a person, Julian? Yeah. I feel like this, this is a recent revelation of yours.
0: Uh, it's about maybe three years in the making mm. now. But it's it's slowly evolving and you know at uh, I found that some of my really good friends before don't want to hang out with me anymore. <laughs> I'm Buzz Killington. Mm. Good to meet you. Shall we hang out by ourselves nah, tonight and enjoy fine. a cup of Earl Grey tea? I mean, I quit <laughs> drinking, so... I know! Talk about life change. But you did what you needed to do for health reasons. And do what I gotta do. There are, uh, do what I gotta do. There are a lot of people that I know of who... I mean, my father was one of those. You know, the doctor kept telling him, you had a quadruple bypass. You mm-hmm. need to stop smoking cigarettes. Ain't gonna do it. Been smoking since I was eight. Right. And then it led to his, you know, unfortunate passing. Granted, he lived a nice long life. Rest in peace, Dad. And I'm not saying, oh, it's your fault. He did what he wanted to do, um, despite the advice that was given to him because of whatever was going on in his mind. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not going to blame Like, it's your fault you're not here. That was his choice. I have to deal with it. Mm. Right? I'm not going to blame it. I had to be strong for the family at the funeral. I had to be strong for myself because I was... uh, I was fortunate to have, have have at least cultivated a relationship with him in the last five years of his life. You know, slowly we got to talking more and everything because we were estranged for over twenty years, and so I stopped blaming him for all the BS that was in my life because I used to do that a lot, right? Like he destroyed the family when he did what he did for my mm-hmm. mom to leave him, um, and so it was all him. Oh, it's his fault. It's his fault. It's his fault. Well, if I can acknowledge where the problem started. Why can I not fix it for myself? I can't, again, the emphasis is you cannot change the past. So what are you doing to improve your future? I don't, you know, yeah, it was bad. It was terrible. Some terrible, disgusting, appalling, traumatizing, catastrophic things happened to people in the past. And I'm not making light of that. I'm not belittling it. I'm not trivializing any traumatic experience you may have had but you are the only person in control to forge your way forward you cannot rely on anybody else to do that i'm not saying that you can't find strength and support in others what i'm saying Mm. is only you can navigate your path moving forward and if you don't stay the course because you think somebody else should grab the wheel then don't be surprised if you wind up in rough waters for the rest of your life
1: just i don't rely on others for my happiness I don't look for they are happiness. an important part of it. Yeah. And they add so much to my life, the Absolutely. special people in my life. But when you rely solely on other people for your happiness, mm-hmm. people come and go, man. Yeah. Best friends can disappear from your life for whatever reason. Yeah. Life happens. Right. And when that someone leaves your life and you feel like you can't find any happiness, you know, that's like you gotta you gotta work on that yourself
0: and this is why this is what i came to realize about happiness it is a mistake to look for happiness now let me explain because i'm not like so i'm never going to be happy again no happiness the only way for happiness to exist is it needs to be fleeting otherwise it loses its meaning oh you're always happy so then what does that mean mm. what what is happiness now because now that's the normal state of being so now you're going to look for a higher level of it's like a gratification drug. Exactly, yeah, and it is because it's an emotional it, it is a chemical infusion into the brain that causes an emotional stimulus throughout the entire body, right? Mm-hmm. when you break it down scientifically, That's how we work. And again, happiness is important. however, it needs to be fleeting, otherwise it doesn't have any meaning, right? And so when when I'm thinking about what kind of state do I want to be in it's peace, right? I need to be at peace. i need to I need to accept the good and the bad in my life. I need to accept what I've done in the past and and the the negative consequences thereof. And I need to be grateful for the fact that I have the opportunity to change things moving forward. Yeah. And so I don't look for happiness. I look for a partner that I can contend with throughout life, a partner that I can have fun with in terms of we're going to have arguments, but we'll work through it. And then we'll have really great makeup sex. and you know, And then we'll have our happy days. And then we'll have our days where we're just kind of like hanging out at the house not necessarily talking to each other not because we don't like each other but we're just in our quiet moods for that day and not feel insecure about you that. You got to
1: have your own space, man. Right and
0: not feel insecure about being quiet like is everything okay? It's yeah. Like, yeah. Are, you, are you mad at me? Yeah, well no. I mean, yeah, I mean there're going to be days like that and that's that's how marriage is. So when, you know, when mm. couples get married and then you see them divorce like a year or two later, it's like maybe you shouldn't have you know, gotten into that commitment so lightly, maybe should have looked at it a little bit. Or, you know, I'm not saying because maybe one the one of the partners did something really, really terrible that just caused it. But what we see statistically is it's really just a lot of, a lot of adultery and a lot of people saying, "I'm just not happy anymore." It's like, mm. what? How long did you expect that to last? Mm. You know? Let's about growth. Yeah,
1: and you gotta and grow again, as a person, individual, as a couple. It's about growth. Yeah,
0: and I'm not saying that I, I can fix your life or fix your problems. All I'm giving you is some some insight. Into. Like, is this the whole thing, your dating profile? Did you bring me in here to, like, sell yourself? Is that what's going no, the, on here? the conversation like... just kind of went there because oh, you, okay. you talked about. All right, here's why you should date me, everyone. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm not saying why you should date me. <laughs> uh, I'm saying what I, what I can bring to the table as of right That's
1: now. Like, how did I get how did I as get imperfect into as I am?
0: But it all ties into the, you know, you can't find happiness in somebody else. You, you, you can com- find you can it in somebody else, but it can't be your sole source of happiness. You can find it with somebody else, right? Because if you work together properly, you will you will have more happy team. days. You'll have more happy days or more pleasant days than not. And it, you compare that with social media. You get validation through the likes and through the positive comments. And when you get negative comments, you're like, oh, I can't believe you'd yeah. say that. It's Hater. Like, yeah, it's like you put yourself out there to the world. Be ready to accept that. So whatever I post... Uh, you know, on my social media, I've gotten some some you know negative uh, feedback, and I, I thank them for it. And you know what? When you do that, when you're humble enough to thank somebody for for saying nasty things to you, you leave them with no other avenue with which to attack you. Mm. You know, and and especially for the trolls, right? They're like, "Oh man, there's always going to be trolls." Yeah, yeah. And so just- I would
1: know though, Julius. I've never done
0: anything wrong ever. Interesting. ever interesting mm, ladies yep. and gentlemen all right podcast perfection is over. manifest
1: perfection <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah it is about that time to end the conversation i want to thank you for entertaining me for this last 30 minutes or so whatever you, it was um and I look forward to more conversations with Andy. Maybe he'll invite me on his podcast. Uh, I hope that those of you listening were entertained. I hope we gave you something to think about. We don't think we're better, or at least I don't think I'm better than anyone. Andy actually does. <laughs> he has, he's wearing a T-shirt right now that says, I'm better than you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's not about that. It's, uh, you know. Life is full of ups and downs. It
1: sounds cheesy, but yeah, it's not about being better than someone else. It's about being the best you can be.
0: Yes. Be the best person. Whatever that is. Yeah. Even if it's 0.001% better than you were yesterday, you made progress, man. Mm-hmm. And you should, be, you, should, you should be grateful about that and, and just keep stepping forward, whether you're at the lowest point in your life or not. And if you are and you don't know what to do, you know you need to – and I'm not saying that you have to do this – but you need to make yourself vulnerable and go out and talk to your friends. If they abandon you, then perhaps they weren't your friends to begin with. And perhaps you'll find some true friends in the process. Yeah. Um, and other than that, go, go and talk to somebody who's qualified to do that, like a you know, psychologist, psychiatrist, or, or something like that. Or, or go talk to your priest. Seek help call.
1: however you feel necessary.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's life for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one of the ways I did it. And, uh Man, it, things just got a little bit deep. Glad I'm wearing a life jacket. So <laughs> I might drown. I might drown in all the realness and all the 100ness of it.
1: Oh, oh, 100. Okay.
0: All right. So we're going to step out now. This has been GQ podcast here. Part of the KUAM familia of content that you'll find online. Uh, I'll leave you with what I always leave you with. Stay the course. Adios.